All right, good evening. Uh, my name is Travis. And this is Oscar Mike Radio. You can see, hey, you can see the uh, Oscar Mike Radio logo on my headphones there. And um, you might be asking yourself uh, why we're here. What is going on on a Sunday night like this? And the deal is I'm doing a very like special uh, live cast. Something that we can all um, get behind. And why is that? Because immediately I got a lot of feedback saying, hey, this isn't um, military. This isn't about veterans. Why are you doing this? And as you'll see, as we go through this and have this conversation, you know, it's kind of funny. There's some battles that people are fighting every day that never see the light of day. No one ever finds out about it. And it was, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, one of my listeners and people that I've done veterans outreach with in Brockton approached me about this, um, this thing that was going on. And this family had this issue at a local skating rink and I got asked to come and talk to them and they sort of graciously allowed me to come into their home this Sunday night and talk with them. So on this live cast, I have um, from right to left, I have Brittany, Chase, the main man, <laughs> and Donnie. Uh, welcome to the show. We have somebody checking in. Thank you very much. Please share and share alike. So guys what happened briefly was i understand at a skating rink something happened with chase where he was asked to leave but chase isn't like a, a, chase has a different kind of um thing going on in his life that that you have to allow for do you want to tell me what that is because i'm trying to understand the whole situation here sure so chase has um Duchenne muscular dystrophy, and what that is is the weakening of his muscles. You know, um, it generally starts from, you know, the legs and works its way up. Um, and a skating rink we had been to many times for a birthday party. Um, you know, they he usually uses a skate assist there, um, and that's something that he can walk with and and kind of just feel like he's skating with his buddies and. Um, this particular night, we spoke to the employees and the owner, and we were told that unless he was in skates or we had something with wheels, he was not allowed to go on the rink. Um, there was a little bit, you know, more to the situation where it just wasn't said nicely. There were no other options given for him, and um, I didn't have his wheelchair with us at the time because he is still ambulatory, and I don't think that he would use his wheelchair in front of his friends. Sure. Um, so basically they were, he was told like he could, you know, he didn't, he didn't have to leave. He just wasn't allowed on the rink at all. And, um, of course, Mr. Defiant over here walked on the rink and the employee went right over to the, um, microphone on the loudspeaker and said, you know, the rules are nobody walks on the rink and <clears throat> everybody skates the same direction. And she put the microphone down and took my son off the floor. At which time I started to take pictures of the parents who were on the rink with their sneakers and their children walking around. And that's all that we were asking for Chase to do. And, um, no, no, no. I've been, I've been to that rink before with my children. And 
there's kids, parents, grandmas, grandpas walking around the rink with shoes on, bare feet, socks mm-hmm. on. So it was kind of surprising that they took this hard line with this, with your yeah. son. Yeah. Um, it was definitely something that was not expected. I felt it was completely out of line and was singling him mm-hmm. out. And um, to me, like life is just so precious, especially for him that um, I... I, I just, I was heartbroken for him. So educate me here about Chase's condition because I, I'm learning about it and I do not understand all the ins and outs, but it's a, it's a kind of muscular dystrophy. Did I say that right? Yep. Dystrophy, if I understand correctly. Yep. So that, um, it is, it's called Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Um, it happens to about one in every 3,500 boys. Um, it does happen in girls, but it's very unlikely because what happens is it's a, it's a mutation of the X chromosome, which are women carriers. So, um, you know, it, it doesn't provide him with the dystrophin for his muscles to constantly repair themselves. Um, so like I said, it is, it's weakening of the muscles that also, that doesn't just include like, you know, the calf muscles, he has enlarged calf muscles, um, it doesn't just mean hips and arms and stuff like that. Um, it also means heart and lungs and kidneys and, and, and your brain is a muscle. Eventually, in due time, all those get hurt. That, that was my understanding is there is a conclusion to this. Yes. yes. And I have, to, I have to really, you know, thinking about this as a father and parent myself, when I, when I read that, understood what we're talking about here is every moment has to be precious for you both was that fair to say yes i mean as we understood and i as we understood it had told us an expectancy of about 20 years old was you know for average boys to look at this and this affects primarily boys yes yep um because usually if it happens in a with girls they have two x chromosomes so usually the one that's mutated the other one can take over and give the X chromosome what it's lacking. Um, but sometimes it doesn't and, and girls can end up with this. It's just so unlikely. Whereas um, in boys, it's it's a very common disease, you know? Really? Yeah. We have um, a couple friends in this area, a friend of mine who has twin boys with it, a friend Marshfield. You know, we've all become a community and it's now, awesome. Now, I'm, is it, are we talking about the same guy? Uh, Mark, Mark, Mark yep. yes, Mark. I, I, I've, I've met Mark. I've known him for quite some time. I've met his sons, and yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's. And they're doing great, and right. they're older. So like that, there's like that hope. You know what I mean? That's that is our hope is that they that Chase does as great as they're doing, and then that's there's that fear of you know an 11 year old we lost today. Wow. You know, so there's that fear. Is there any kind of of support group or, or, or resources locally to help people with this? Um, I don't think we're really familiar with that too much just because um, our group of people have always been through like the Jet Foundation. Right, right. So, I heard about them. Yeah. Yes. So Christine McSherry is fantastic and all the parents that, um, you know, and Mark has his Wheelchair Strong Foundation and it's usually like the same parents there, you know, um, that's, that's kind of our support system. Our friends from um, Marshfield with their son Joe, we have walked us through so much of the things like that that we had no idea about, you know, but um, I know that we do the muscle walk and I know on um, 
I think it was my birthday or Chase's birthday. We tried to put on Facebook to, you know, if anybody like, oh, maybe it wasn't our birthday, something about raising money for the Jet Foundation. But um, those foundations are, are really great because they both, there's so much money that the MBA does go for research and there's many um, resources to fund the money for research. But in the meantime, while there's no cure and there's very, there's only clinical trials going on. There's really no treatment other than daily steroids to try and keep his muscles strong. Um, those foundations give to families, right? Like because having a child that has those special needs, it, it's it's financially straining, it's emotionally straining, and they try and relieve some of that for the families. You know, um, they're they're amazing. Well, I mean, again, as as a, as a parent myself who's never gone through something like this, you, you have the one aspect that's always hanging over you, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're watching the decline and, and it has to, I'm, I'm going to ask you, Don, what's, what's that been like? Or, or, or what's that been like for you to try to understand help and support? Uh, it's been a challenge. Um, just because like you said, I mean, there are a lot of things that go on on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, things that we have to do that, people have no idea about, you know, I mean, it starts first thing in the morning with medications and vitamins and, you know, throughout the day, it's, we need to figure out what we have planned and what accommodations need to be made. And, you know, a good example of that is, you know, we went on a trip with the Cub Scouts last summer and, uh, you know, it was all outdoorsy things, hiking and fishing and all that. And, uh, you know, I had to go down there with him every day just to make sure that he could get around and, you know, it's like little things like that where, you know, parents will just send their kids off and, you know, all right, nine o'clock in the morning, drop off, pick them up at two in the afternoon. And they don't see like all the extra planning and all the, you know, pre preparation that needs to take place. You know, I mean, we take them to physical therapy twice a week, once wow. on land, once in a pool. Stretching um, daily. You know, stretching daily at night. He has special braces that he fights us on, but he wears most every night to bed um, that are, you know, designed to stretch his legs and, and keep his, his muscles stretched out as best they can. Um, but it's also just tough because, you know, you look at the kids that he interacts with and something as simple as, you know, walking up the flight of stairs or, you know, like he plays baseball um, and, and, you know, he's excited for a walk, you know what I mean? Gets to go to first base, you know, and make it all around. He scored a couple runs this year. Um, oh, wow. But, you know, you have these parents it was such that a, are... I mean, it was such a good player, but, I mean, how did he not pick up the ball right when we were just running? Like, how, who does that? <laughs> well, he was, so, he was so impressed by your awesomeness. I'm going to tell you, folks, uh, I'm setting up my equipment time to do this podcast, or live cast, rather, and Chase is all over it. He, he understands what all my stuff does. He's giving me pointers and tips. It, it's just a, a great time with this. He's uh, not a little guy. I'm going to call him a little guy. He's been a, it's, it was great earlier. So, Chase, they were so impressed by your awesomeness, dude. They just couldn't get the ball up in time. That's all. And uh, so, so just to finish that thought, you know, it's like, and it's nothing against any of the other parents, you know what I mean? Like they don't understand and we don't expect them to because before all this, we wouldn't have understood. Mm. 
but you know, it's, they get upset if their kid only got a double that day, or if he only pitched for two innings and then they switch the pitcher and it's like, we're just praying for a walk up there. You know what I mean? We're just, we're just happy that he's involved and that he's doing it, you know, and, and the outcome doesn't matter. And I think that's one of the things that this whole situation with the skating rink, why it was so frustrating in the first place is because we just want him to be treated like a normal kid. You know what I mean? He, he does all the things that, that all his friends do and he does them to the best of his ability. And we don't ask for a special treatment. We don't ask for, you know, a, a super small strike zone or a charity walk all the time. Or, you know what I mean? It's, we want him to, to be a normal kid and experience all those things. And the way it was portrayed um, by some people was that we were, you know, looking for this special treatment and that, you know. Well, well that, that, that's, that's, that's the thing really briefly is going to the skating rink myself, there's all kinds of people use, there, there's adults using those, those special skaters. Mm -hmm. It's right. no problem. They're, they're walking out onto the rink uh, with shoes on, boots on. It's, it's never a, a problem. And it's not like you said that I got the, the impression that you had a, a big, huge sign saying Chase is here. It, it seemed like you all want him to enjoy this time with his friends mm -hmm. right. for, for the reasons we talked about. You know, these are, these are precious moments with this uh, great little kid. And, and some of that was lost. And I'm, I'm hoping that this live cast will allow people to see, you know, what great parents you are and that you're just trying to advocate for your son. And that's really all it was. And it's trying to advocate for, for other kids too, you know, or, or other people so that this just doesn't continue to happen because as much as Chase's muscles are different than I guess that whatever the normal is, like he's still very much, you know, a human being and he's, and he has his own thoughts and he's his own person and he's funny. And oh my God, he's funny. He's, he's, he's bagging on me about Fortnite. <laughs> hey, hey, so, so Chase, look at me for a second. You got any Fortnite tips for us real quick? A lot of people want to know. Always build. Always now, wait a minute. I can't build. That's my problem. I can't build. You're trying to build. How, how, how do I build? Um, I don't know what console you have, so I don't know. I have an Xbox One. Oh, oh so do you. So it's right in your wheelhouse. So I'm, try, I'm trying to build, right? I'm trying to build. I'm trying to fight. I'm trying to build. I'm trying so to fight. So to get to the building thing, you click B. Oh. And you see the thing out all the way to the top? Well, it's like in front of it. Like, in, like it. Uh, you, you see, you see these you mitts? You push it down. You see these hands? They don't work the controller that well. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get a different controller. You probably, it probably fits your hands really well. Even though I threw it around already. Yeah, we have a smash sometimes, controller. Sometimes you get a little too worked up playing it, that's for certain. So, this happens. I, I, I was curious, you know, Brittany, did you ever think that the community would really come and put their arms around you and say, hey, we're here for you the way they have, because the, the once people found out about this, there was all kinds of noise made in a good way. And then when people found out that we were doing this tonight, it was like, make sure you share this. I wanna, I wanna see this. What was that like for you both? It was, it was an amazing feeling. Originally, I had just shared my post to, um, I belong to a group on Facebook called DMD Moms. Oh, DMD it's a Moms. private group for mothers of children with two sons. And, um, I just, I really just needed to vent. I was really just so angry that like my child was treated the way he was and, and they, 
he, he has no control over any of this. You know, he has no control over this disease. He has no control over, like, he, it's hard for him to stick up for himself, you know? Um, so I shared it to my post and, and I was still just so angry about it. I was still so upset. I was hurt that I, I posted it on um, the town page that I lived in, that, that we live in. And, uh, and I posted it to my Facebook. And I was really just kind of more bringing awareness, like, hey, this was really messed up. And, and I really hope like you guys are aware, this is what happened and, and that you guys stick up for yourselves. If you go there and, this, and you're treated like this and the love and support that we got from our whole community, I, I would have never expected it. Like Whitman is a great town. I love it. It was put on the Hanson connection. They were super supportive of it. And um, really like, what had happened was um, people just kept sharing it until, you know, people were put in touch with us to, to bring more awareness and not even just so much about that one incident. It, it really, to me, is what, like, Duchenne is doing to these children, you know? Yeah, because I, I knew about muscular dystrophy. Mm -hmm. I had no idea about Duchenne's at all. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I had met Mark's kids, but still, it's been a while, so I hadn't really put two and two together. Right. I just, I just, I just hadn't. Mm -hmm. And then when, when I saw it and got on the website, uh, on Duchenne's website, I'm like, okay, that's, that makes sense now. Uh, what, what was at stake here and, and why it was so important to you both to advocate this way. Well, I advocate not really the right word I want to use. My podcast, my live stuff is about people's battles. And I really feel that a lot of times in in local by yourself in the world there's people that you know when something bad happens they don't say anything they don't do anything and you guys could have just gone home kept it to yourselves took it on the chin and not said anything but now awareness has been raised people have been educated and there's support there and and what's isn't that what this is all about it is. I think my big thing is I didn't want people to feel like I was, I know that this is our life. This isn't everybody's life. And I don't look for sympathy or anything like that. Really, it's just more, you know, understanding and, and letting people know like that day, that was just another thing on the list that, that Chase couldn't do, you know, and that, that day, it just broke my heart because it was one thing that Duchenne's didn't take from him. Duchenne's didn't take that birthday party and hanging out with his friends from him because he could very much do that. That is one of the, the few things he has left to do with his friends. Somebody else made the choice to be fully. I told them, I told them everything for me to be on the phone, exactly what Duchenne's is. And somebody still made that choice to just be hurtful, you know, and I think that's more of why I was so upset and I wanted to advocate for this because so many people just think, oh, okay, like his, it's just his muscles and he can't walk, right? And he can't run and, and it's so much more to this. It's, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's very much more. I, I mean, I'm gonna tell everybody on this live cast and whoever sees it in the future to look it up and understand what Brittany's talking about because there's a lot more here. Uh, you know, sometimes, <laughs> When I'm, like for when I'm playing Fortnite and the kids are are, are are messing me around or I'm telling them to clean up, I'm just just like, just 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 get it done. I don't think about the fact that it could be a different reality. 
Right. Yeah, and, I, and, and when we, we, we started talking, Brittany, that's what came to the fore, is that this is a different reality. This is a different way to do things. Again, he wants to go watch YouTube. <laughs> hey, YouTube is important, folks. Uh, you know, the channels that the guy's got to have their subscribers. I get it. Uh, again, but he, he's just a great kid. We're putting this stuff and he's getting it and he's like, I want that. And, you know, yeah. let's move the tripod over. I, I just love it. I really love getting interact with him. And, and that's the thing that, that was missed. But again, not, not to, to hammer it home, it is there's, there's an incoming, isn't there? Yeah eventually if no cure is found i mean we don't we don't know how long he has you know we don't know when this disease will finally take him and i think that's like the most heartbreaking thing to all this is that you know you you hope for the best and in, in my eyes i i kept telling myself like we have when he was diagnosed at almost seven years old it was july 2016 so he was a month shy from being seven um I kept telling myself, you know, it's okay. We have time. And the one thing I didn't know about Duchenne's is like, we don't have time, no. you know, um, that just because it said life expectancy is until 20s doesn't mean necessarily that's how long he's going to have. I hear every day about children passing away. And then I try and bring myself back to hope that I know older, you know, men now with Duchenne's. And I try and tell myself like, that's, that's where we're hoping to be. Um, but sometimes that hope is crushed and it hurts. And today I had to share a post about an 11 year old passing away from it. Last week, it was a 13 year old boy that had a sudden heart attack and passed away because Duchenne's affects your heart. You know, these are moments, <laughs> something as small as just skating with his friends is it such a special moment to him because He's not, I mean, nobody is guaranteed all these moments by any means. We, we don't know what tomorrow brings any of us, but Chase walks around with a death sentence every day, you know, and that's truly what Duchenne's is to me. It's a death sentence. And I have taken every day with him since we were found out, we found out his diagnosis that I just want to make the best of it. And it's not always good days and I yell at him like crazy. So, so for people there, it's, it's my understanding there's stages of, of Duchenne's, right? Yeah. And, and, and so some kids couldn't even get on the skating rink and skates. They, they, mm -hmm. they would be a very bad idea for them to even do that. Mm -hmm. So in, in my understanding that he's not at that stage yet, but eventually he's not going to be able to do those things. He, he's never been able to skate his um, gait. The way he walks, his body, um, his the way his muscles are, like it just doesn't allow him to. Right, he can't okay. get that balance. But what he can do is walk, you know. And some boys can't. Some boys. It all depends on the deletion of the the chromosome um, of the exons. I'm sorry. Like so, Chase has chapters eight to twenty nine deleted. I don't know much about that deletion, to be honest with you. I just know that we are blessed because he's doing better than some of the other kids who are just missing one specific, you know, deletion and, and they aren't able to walk and, and do so many things. So, um, so I'm just going to say this again. I, I mean, every, every moment is precious to you both. Absolutely. There, there's not like, you know, we'll come back next weekend and, and, and get it because there could not be a next weekend. Mm -hmm. And maybe there will be, 
Maybe there will be, and like but, that's. But, but based on what you're telling me, there there couldn't. There, there's a very real possibility that's not happening, right? And that also creates a very difficult dynamic for us as parents, you know, because we're still raising him. We want him to be a good, respectful person. We want him to listen. We want him to have rules and and all these things. I mean, when you got here, you heard his Xbox is taken away because <laughs> he had an attitude today, and and. Some of that's from the steroids. I mean, it, he's got constant roid rage. Other, you know, the disease itself comes with behavioral, mm -hmm. um, you know, really? problems. And so, again, it, it doubles back to that it's all that hidden stuff behind closed doors that people have no idea about that for us, it's just like, you know, one more thing and one more thing. And we do it and, and we get through every day and we're tired, you know, and and everything but it's it's another thing that is very difficult for us to find balance with especially where we have a younger son who does not have it um, oh that must be tough. so we're walking this tightrope of trying to parent chase one way parent cameron uh, you know trying to keep them on level ground knowing that they're not and it's just it's another thing to stress about and to figure out and to fight about sometimes, you know what I mean? I mean, we fight a lot about parenting styles, you know, and I get her point and she gets my points. And sometimes we just butt heads about the littlest thing. You know what I mean? Like five minutes of good behavior, like I said to you, and he's earning things back and I'm like, no. And it, it's just, it's tough. It's very tough. Well, it, it's, it's gotta be challenging uh, to say the least. And I walk in, in your home and set up and he's such an inquisitive, great little kid. Um, just, just a real pleasure. And, and, you know, he's checking out all my stuff out and asking questions and I'm like, wow, what a, it just takes me back to, you know, with our children and people in general, man, that's the most important thing. Yeah. It's the most important thing. And, and which leads me to the kind of one, you know, talk about next is, why is it so important for people with with kids with disabilities or people in general to advocate and speak up when this stuff happens i mean it some people are like well it's just naturally you do it but a lot of people probably wouldn't do what you all did or they just say you know what it's just a bad thing no big deal we'll let it slide why is it important not to let things like this slide because it's it's not right. I and you know what's funny is I was I was going to do the same thing. I was going to just vent it out on my mom's um, group, and that was going to be that. And I realized like that like that wasn't enough because kids are going to. It, it, after I googled the owner's name and found out that there was more to this than just my you know chase. That's when I knew I had to speak out because this couldn't continue anymore. Um, I felt like if nobody, I felt like one, she, like this person messed with the wrong mom and two, um, that ch children, especially they don't ask for any, any, they, they have to be born and, and just kind of be like their friends. And I, I guess whatever the normal is and, and Chase isn't, and there are so many kids that aren't normal that don't have a voice and they need a voice and they need to be treated fairly. And kids that are getting teased at school because of their disability. I mean, we dealt with that with Chase last year. There was one little boy that was just horrible to him or kids that will push him from the back and tell him to hurry up because he walks slow. Like I had said so many times like, Chase, just let it go. That's on them. And 
so many times I have swept things under the rug or just called the school to make them aware, hey, this boy pushed him. Please don't keep their hands off um, of him. And this was just it for me. He's getting older. You know, we know things are progressing. We watch the decline of him every single day. And he sees we were, it too. That's, yes. that's what's tough is he's a very bright kid. Oh, and, most and definitely. And he knows about the disease. He sees the other families we interact mm -hmm. with and he's a very tough kid. So you ask him how he's doing. He's great. Everything's fine. Everything's good. He'll break down to us and, and tell us, you know, how things really are and, and how unhappy he is with his life and how, you know, it's heartbreaking, you know, and it's, he really is a warrior, you know, for, for putting on that brave face and, mm -hmm. you know, for a kid to, to just suck it up and just put a smile on and go out the door every day when we know he's hurting inside, you know, it, it's tough to watch. So, so these kinds of events with friends, playing Xbox with his friends, even though, you know, I have to earn it back hard, <laughs> is, is really important to you all. It, it, it's a ray and of it's sunshine to him too, because right. he wants to fit in. He Absolutely. just wants to be one of the guys. He doesn't want to be special chase that everyone needs to be nice to like he wants his friends if he doesn't like someone he'll tell him he doesn't <laughs> like him you know and it's he really is just a normal boy that was just a dealt a different hand than everyone you know than a lot of other people what a lot of people don't see is that he at least once a week cries himself to sleep asking me like when is muscular dystrophy gonna go away you know or he'll tell me while well, we're getting you know because i still have to dress him at nine years old and he can't stand you know, up to put the hands on for himself. Um, you know, he'll tell me I'm fat and I'm short and I'm just, I'm so much different than all my friends. And yes, he's small. He looks, I mean, a seven-year-old is taller than him, you know? Um, so not only does he feel different on the inside, like the world can see him as different. So um, it's just, um, it's tough. It's really tough. So. I like to say that no one fights alone it, when, when I'm talking to people who are experiencing challenges from their service or other types of, of issues. I, I like to say that no one fights alone. You touched on it earlier, but are, is there support for people like yourself with this, with, with this going on in their lives? There yeah, are so yeah, there many is. parents around us. And I know, like I said, with my mom's group on Facebook, there's so much that I can talk about to them, but I can't talk about sure. to normal people. They don't get it, you know? Um, and the families that we get to go to events with and stuff like that, um, like that's when we're laughing the most because we can make these weird jokes that nobody else would understand or tell them about this this stuff that just happened. And they they get us, you know, they understand. And that's... And it's great too, that's because great. they're all so accepting. They don't judge. I mean, everybody has taken us under their wing. We're a lot younger than a lot of the other couples. Chase is, is younger than most of the boys, if not all of them mm -hmm. that, that we know through them. So it's like we kind of have them to turn to for like, you know, hey, what's coming up next? Hey, what's our next move? What, you know, what should we expect? You know, and that's something that goes a long way because we're not just walking through the dark with this. I mean, we have a lot of people guiding that's us. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So uh, to all of the people watching the live cast right now, thank you very much. Just want to stay on for a few minutes. If you have any questions, put them into the chat window. I see um, 
my friend Keith Hayes and Colette joining and a bunch of people who know Brittany and Chase joining as well. If you have any questions, let us know now. You know, again, this was very outside my mission focus. And we you know, appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. Honestly, it, it means a lot to us. It, it, it's, it, it's been a, a pleasure and honor. Like I said, when I first walked in, he came up to me like he knew me all his life. And, and you know, we're opening up something. You all saw this. how bored he got of you real quick. Well, <laughs> that's normal. Trust me, my kids get bored of me too. Very that's what I was going to say. Yep. It, it, nothing's changed there, but it was just so great. It's just so great to see his face light up. And, you know, he's so inquisitive and really, really just an amazing amazing kid it, it, it just made sense and I'm so happy that uh Coette that you you got touched me about this and, and yeah it's not it's not my it's not my normal wheelhouse it's not my normal thing but I really look at it as you know people fight battles every day you have a, a campaign and unfortunately the reality is is we know how this is going to end mm -hmm. and so I think I think what I want people to get out of this is you're still fighting to give the best possible life you can to your child. And that's what we as parents should do, right? But also, even for people who aren't parents or people who's are seeing a kid out there go through some challenges, it's not theirs. I think we all have a duty and responsibility to help that family and child out. And I'm so happy to see and hear how Whitman, Hanson, Brockton, Abington have come together and said, you know what, hey, we're drawing a line in the sand right here. It's got to make you guys feel good. It does. Definitely. It does. We live in a great community and we're very fortunate for that. So Teresa H. Martin, now we're getting some questions now. Thank you very much, Teresa, is asking, what's his favorite thing to do with his friends? Thank you, Teresa. What is I would say either playing video games uh, or oh. eating any kind of food. <laughs> no, he <laughs> likes a big fan of food. I know that he, he loves being a part of Cub Scouts and doing the things that the boys do there. I remember them doing their whittling trip last year and <laughs> poor Rob had to tell him to kind of uh, stop carving it um, so close to his leg or his knee before he slices it open. But um, like he just loves being being with the boys and it could be baseball, it could be Cub Scouts, it could be video games. It's, he just loves being with them. So is he liking the Red Sox right now? He's more he's of a more, Patriots guy. Say, he's a football guy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He thinks Red Sox are too boring, but I think he gets that from um, not that they're bad. It just it's long, long game. I'm just real scouts. Sorry, guys. Keith Hayes puts in there that the you know for everybody you can check out the Jet Foundation. Very cool. Um, so he's a big Pats fan. Yeah. Pats one day, right? Yes, they did barely. Yeah. Barely against the Bears. Bears, Bears went for a hail Mary, Mary and lost it by one yard. Jack Glenn, oh, we got another question. Oh, yeah. This is great. Jack Glenn says, "How did he get such amazing parents?" I mean, look at us, Jack. Look at the camera and say, <laughs> "Jack, hello, Jack." Jack, we appreciate your kind words, Jack. Thank you. Now he is. Um, Jack is actually very good to Chase. He um, represents the NBA. In our community, he's an Abington captain um, on the fire department, and I love him. He has helped our family and the MBA and has made Chase feel every part, every every piece of him just loves Chase, and I'm so grateful for him. Awesome, awesome. Do we have any others coming in? Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, 
Laura Richardson's pain says, I will get him to the World Series. I, I have no doubt. I, I have a feeling, Donnie, that uh, when Brittany wants to put her mind in something, you kind of just got to get out of the way, right? Yeah, that's usually how it works. I know my I know my place. I stand back and let her do her thing. But uh, he's there to support you. He obviously loves you. Now, you, uh, he's your fiance, right? Yes. Wayne Bells are, yeah, yeah? Yeah. You want, you, yeah. You're saddling I up for I really a... wanted the ring. Oh. <laughs> True. No, we uh, you know, we had got in, engaged, and then everything happened from there, and so it's kind of taken a back seat mm -hmm. to to everything we have going on now. You know, right? He was um diagnosed shortly after we got engaged, and once things happened, um, you know, medical stuff piles up, life piles up, his special needs pile up, so wedding bells are kind of the not something that we can take a look at right now. Well, before I get to this next question, I mean, isn't that though, I mean, isn't that true love though? I mean, sometimes I get a little cynical thinking that true love is just this myth, but I mean, isn't what you guys have true love? He's just the... <laughs> I would, okay. I would yeah. say so. I yes. would. Yeah. Like I said, we have our, some credit now. Come on now. We have our moments where yeah. we butt heads, but for the most part, I mean, we're a great team and I think we make up for what the other person lacks, you know, and so together we're pretty much unstoppable i would say yeah so brian Payne, i wonder who that is oh good lord says who is his favorite grandparent my mother she passed away a couple years ago <laughs> and no she didn't he always <laughs> talks about her no i mean and then probably my great-grandmother <sighs> and then my dad who made sorry brian your third place pal oh in rah rah yep <laughs> Um, so Michael, uh, Chorzewski, uh, oh, that's, that's uh, his son, Joey yeah. has Duchenne's and they're out of Marsh 